you have just entered into God's Diamond Network. This is a podcast that is used for helping God's people find the diamond in themselves and the diamond in your situation. Welcome to God's Diamond in the Rough podcast. They are your hosts, Catherine and Michael. Let's join them in the studio now. Hello and hello. Hello, hello. Welcome back. One more time. God's Diamonds in the Rough podcast. We hope all is well. Amen. I am great. I am lovely. Amen. I am so wonderful to be back one more time getting into word, sharing what God has given to us, to you. Amen. Amen. We are ready. Amen. We hope that you've been listening uh, to the last, especially the last couple of episodes um, in this this brand new season. Amen. Because we're going to carry on our conversation we had on the last time we were with you. Talking about uh, changing your mind, amen. Changing your mindset, however you want to say it, amen. We're going to pick up on the second part of that. Um, um, And so, honey, if you have anything you want to say before, you know, we pray and get on with it. No, I'm just ready to get into the Word. Amen, amen. So let's go. Father, we thank you so much for your Word. Lord, thank you so much for... This is all that you're doing in and through us. Lord, we pray for each and every person who is here, who will listen to this in in, in whatever fashion you desire them to, whether it's uh, hours or days um, after the episode is released or whenever you send them, God, I just pray, Lord, that it blesses their spirit, that it compels them and draws them to do and live life the way that you desire them to. We pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that they can see the Ain't see the diamond in themselves, God, and that you will continue to shape in us into the men and women of God you desire us to be. We bless your name. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Amen. 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 So, you know you're going to close us out, right? Yeah, okay. I know. Yeah. I, was, I was just sitting here getting ready to pray. I was like, hold <laughs> up. What happened? What happened? What happened? That's all right. Just, I, I forget sometimes, y'all. That's my bad. Usually I forget he be praying in and I pray out. That's okay. God will switch it up on us in a heartbeat, won't he? Mm-hmm. Yes, he will. Mm-hmm. So, what are you thinking, honey, in regard to kind of the last time that we were here and talking about the subject of changing your mind? Uh, anything happened over the week that uh, would affirm our topic or anything you want to share with the table or with the listeners? You know, I would definitely say yes for me because, you know, by the time y'all are hearing this, our oldest daughter had graduated from school, from um, high school. And, you know, just able to sit back and watch her grow up. You know, it really, it. she taught me a lot of things as well as I was trying to teach her some things. And one thing that she taught me is, you know, how to be a father. You know, it's easy to say that you'll be a father to somebody, but, you know, if you don't know what you, what to do or you've never been a father before, it's kind of hard to fill that role as a father. And with her, you know, she taught me some things, you know, 
of how to address her and how not to address her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's a, it's definitely a, a mind thing, you know, to be changed through the mind of how to do things. Because mm-hmm. without a child in your life before, you know, I'll just say it was a a a eye opener, right, for me. Right. So has it helped help shaped how you deal with Tatiana? I'll definitely say so. Well, you know, for me, you know, I feel like uh, <clears throat> I feel like I adapt pretty well because mm-hmm. um, my thoughts are always being challenged. You know what I mean? Because when you're dealing with people and you're dealing with you're in leadership and you're, you know, trying to lead and guide and live the right example and all of that, you got to be open to change. Um, and that's and and when I say change, I mean open to other um, perceptions and other um, like I'm, I'm and I say this in regard to like maturity levels. You know what I mean? You got just got to be open. You have to be open. And, you know, and when you're trying to really just follow the leading of the Lord in regard to how to think and, 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 and being uh, renewed according to the word of God, um, it, it, it just really is an eye opener to things that are bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so, you know, I'm always excited every time we get here and get into the word and get into just kind of just talking because, you know, God, he, in his wisdom, he opens up things. He opens up the conversation, you know, um, renewing of the mind. That's what we were talking about on last week uh, in regard to um, renewing in such a way that, you know, we are shifting from being in the world and being in the world, but not a part of the world. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's something that it's a mind that we have to adopt. <laughs> it really is. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're talking about adoption, you know, don't leave me out here by myself, honey. Talk to me. Talk. Uh-huh. Talking about adoption. And you know, when you, when you, when you take the word adopt, it means you adding to it. You know, it's just like a family. When you adopt, you add to the family and, Changing your mind and you adopt something that you don't know. Like, you know, growing up, you know, as a child or, or infant, you don't know what to do, what, what to do and what not to do. Mm-hmm. But you adopt those those characteristics as you get older. And that's what we do when we get when we get older and more mature into the world. We adapt or adopt those things that we should go through doing what we shouldn't do. Right, a way of thinking. It's like you decided. Okay, it's like a, a even deeper way to look at it too. It's like you know you have a child who maybe is a foster child, and um, of course the child is the child of another woman and another man, and they you bring them into your home, and they're there for a time, and the child and the parents they don't want them to leave. Parent don't want the child doesn't want to leave, and the parents don't want the child to leave, and so they have to go through the process of adoption. And that process, in that process, um, they are they become no longer well. Obviously, biologically, they're another person's child, but 
you take on all the responsibilities of that child. You take care of that child. You say to someone, I want full responsibility of this child, and I want to treat it like it is my own. Mm-hmm. And when we do- adopt a new mindset, that's what we're doing. We are adopting a new way to think, mm-hmm. a new way to live. And so you got you have to... Even before your uh, mind is renewed, you got to already decide that there has to be more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It has to be more than what I've had. Amen. And, and that's a powerful thing, too, because you're recognizing that what you had wasn't working. Jesus, come on, somebody. What do you think about that, honey? Pause. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just had a, a brain fart, but um, brain fart, y'all. <laughs> you know, I, I like it. I like it because you know, they, you know, it gives us a a sense of mind that you know, like you said, when you when you adopt a child in that sense, and versus you know adopting a mindset. You letting God know that you're fully committed to the change. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Because you, can, I mean, you take for for example a child. You can't say for one moment that, um, yeah, I take on the full responsibilities, but the moment things get rough or down the road when they get hard, I can't do it no more. So you can't do that, you know. Especially when it comes to you know, that's what we got to get in our mind that look, things going to come up. That we got to be fully committed, come hell or high water, we can continue to chase after Jesus. That's right. That's what that whole thing about fully committed is. Mm-hmm. Come hell or high water, that's what Jesus was fully committed to going to the cross. That come hell or high water, no matter what they did to him, he's still going to stand his ground. That's right. You have to decide. You have to. You know what I mean? You can't be, if you expect your mind to change, you can't be halfway in and halfway out. You have to be all the way in because in changing your mind, he's changing your heart. You, I mean, you can't It's. it's you can't have half your heart um, in one place and the other half in the other. You're going to feel like you're going to feel a void. You know what I mean? But when you give it all to him, He's able to change how you think. He's able to change how you process information when he changes your heart. So know that in changing your mind, it's going to change your heart. You're going to have feelings. You're going to have emotions that most likely are going to be um, unfamiliar to you. It's like, what in the world is happening to me? You're thinking to yourself, what is happening to me? At one point, I I could care less. But now all of a sudden, I'm crying and I can't stop. What is going on? He says, because he has changed your heart. And in turn of changing your heart, it changed your mind. And when it changes your mind, it changes your behaviors. Mm-hmm. It, it changes how you respond to things, <clears throat> to circumstances, to people. It does. So when you when 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 a change has occurred, you can um, in your and if you're paying attention, that is, you'll see it. You'll be able to recognize it. You know what I mean? Imagine Paul. And Paul, if you know anything about the Bible, and you you know study for any length of time, you'll find out that Paul 
He was a murderer. Mm-hmm. And God, he changed his mind, didn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he changed his mind. And, you know, that just lets us know, and, and furthermore, to know that, you know, it doesn't matter what you go through in life. You still have that choice to change. Right. You know, it's no longer, in, in, in the olden times in, in the Bible, it's talk about the law. And we have to realize that, look, we're not under that, that categorization no more. We're under the, the new that, look, no matter what we go through in life, we can decide to, look, I'm going to change. Just just with him, just with Paul and Saul, you know, being a murderer and changed to it. And I think he's a major prophet, minor prophet. Um, no, he was like, he was a Christian martyr and he was like the leader. He was like the leader of it, of the, of the, of that, you know, of the, of that. I don't know the word to call it, but he was, he was leading the whole uh, regime of killing Christians. You know, he thought that he was doing what he was doing the right thing. But once he had the encounter, he was knocked off his horse. Jesus asked him, you know, why are you persecuting me? And Saul, because that was his name before he became Saul, he just kind of like, what? Huh? You know, he had that encounter. And, you know, especially when you're dealing with uh, your past and, and things that you might be struggling with to let go of, oftentimes he will knock you off your horse. He will knock you off of your place of safety. He will knock you out of out of the place where you had rule. Because this is what happened to Paul, to Saul, excuse me, before he became Paul. He was on his horse, headed to go and do what he had been doing. Just an ordinary day, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And he was knocked off his horse. And you might be going a normal day, going about your business, doing what you do. And all of a sudden, something just knocks you off of your stride. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Knocks you off of what's what's and it's like what? <clears throat> what is going on? All of a sudden he's blind. He can't see. When you get knocked off your horse sometimes, you can't see five feet in front in front of you. You can't see what's ahead of you because he done took what everything that you knew to be safe and he done took it away. All of a sudden you're totally dependent on somebody else. Jesus come mm-hmm. on somebody. Hallelujah. You wanna answer it, honey? No. no? Oh, I, I would say let's let's get into the word where 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 it talks about that because you know I as I was looking over it you know it was talking about how he was on his way and all of a sudden and when you say he was blinded he was really blinded by a sharp and bright light. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And, you know, everything that we're talking about is actually it's in Acts 9. If you um, want to read about it, you'll find it. I think it's from 9, uh, from 9, 1 all the way to, um, all the way to, 
think it is nine. I think it's the whole chapter of nine. Check it out because uh, we're not going to, oh, for time's sake, we're not going to go through the whole chapter. But I think it's important that we highlight the fact that, again, he was on his journey, minding his business, uh, going toward Damascus. And then that light from heaven came about. And, you know, they say, according to the word, that the glory of God is so bright and so big that no man has ever seen can can bear it at all. And this is what um, Saul tried to, I'm sure, when he knocked, when he got knocked off, until he probably looked up like, what is going on? And his glory was shining over me like, why did you persecute me? Why are you persecuting me? And he said, um... The Lord asked, I mean, well, Saul asked, asked the Lord, who are you? And he says, you know, I am Jesus. I am the one who you are persecuting. He says, um, it's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. As I say, you know, if you knew who I was before you was doing this, then you wouldn't have done it. You know what I mean? And... You know, it, it, it really is. It's, it's a powerful, powerful truth to speak to us that, you know, the things that we go through, it ain't necessarily. It's Most of the time, the things that we are going through are the very things that God is doing to try to get our attention, to change our heart so he can change our mind. I, I was just sitting here, you know, when, when before you just said, just adding to it, you know, you cannot come in contact with Jesus and not change. And I say that again, you cannot come in contact and have a real relationship with Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and not change. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Because w- once you get in the deep in that com- in that relationship and that deep conversation with Jesus Christ, he is going to make you wonder and think about the things that you do in life. And that's, you know, and, and that's the, the, the conviction of the Holy Spirit. When he come at you and and put these and, and, and make you think about, okay, why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? And you're going to change regardless. I mean, whether you want to or not, especially if you had that deep relationship with Jesus Christ. And I pray that when you had a deep relationship with Jesus Christ, it shouldn't be, I don't want to change. It should be, I want to change. But then again, he gives you free choice. Mm. Amen. Mm. Amen. So we're going to pause right there. Give you something to think about. For a few minutes well until next week and we're going to continue i'm going to make this three parts we're going to talk a little bit more about paul's experience and how his experience parallels with what god is trying to show you in your life amen so um y'all take it all amen take it all in and receive what it is that uh the Lord is doing in this moment in your life. 
see where things have have just kind of like fallen out of control and how God is simply trying to get your attention. Amen. That's my final word after prayer. Amen. And his final word. And that's it. We're going to call it a wrap and we're going to see you next week. Amen. Let us pray. Excuse me. Dear Heavenly Father, our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, we just come to you right now to say thank you once mm-hmm. again for just being the God that you are, being the forgiving God that you are, being the forgetful God that you are for our sins. We pray in the name of Jesus as we continue in your word and just follow after you that you will give us the understanding of what you want us to understand. We pray in the name of Jesus for the ones who do not know you as a Lord and Savior, which is simply cry out to you, what must I do to be saved? We pray in the name of Jesus the one for the, for the ones that do not have no re, um, just the ones that do not have a desire to know you. I pray in the name of Jesus. We pray that they will just change their minds and change their hearts and focus on you. Mm-hmm. We pray in the name of Jesus, asking you to watch over us, keep us, protect us from all seen and unseen danger, whether we're sleep, going to sleep going to work, traveling up and down the dangerous highways and byways, or even in the air or the water. Wherever we go, we pray in the name of Jesus that peace will meet us at the front door, and if there's no peace there, that we'll be the peacemakers that you called us to be. We ask your forgiveness for mm-hmm. anything we might have said, done, or thought that's not pleasing to your sight, that you'll graciously forgive us and cast it back in the mm-hmm. picture of where it came from. Until next time, Father God, we just pray in the name of Jesus, your anointing will cover your people yes, wherever they go. Through the good times and the bad times, through the mm. big t- Lord, mm. but let's ask you to touch them right now. Mm. These things and all things we ask, all in Jesus' name. Yes. We say thank you. Thank you, God. We say amen. 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 God bless you, and y'all have a beautiful night. And until next time, remember, you are a diamond in the rough. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Please sow into the ministry by clicking the support the show link. Until the next episode, may the blessings and the prosperity of the Lord follow you. And remember, you are a diamond in the rough. <laughs>